You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network for Wednesday, April 28th. Ian Cameron with you. Jimmy Murphy will be along momentarily as well as we get set for a Wednesday night NHL card. It's a busy one. Uh, coming up usually Wednesday is a little bit of a lighter slate. Not necessarily the case here. So uh, definitely uh, a lot more games than we normally have uh, on a Wednesday. Before we get into tonight's card, though, let's look back on what we saw on Tuesday uh, in NHL action. And what we ended up seeing was uh, a lot of interesting results. We saw uh, the New York Islanders offense uh, completely dormant uh, in a one to nothing shutout loss uh, over uh, against the uh, uh, Washington Capitals last night. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers bouncing back from losses to their respective opponents two nights ago. Florida beating Nashville last night. Uh, and then, of course, Dallas beating Carolina, or sorry, Carolina rather beating Dallas. And that's why those two teams are having great seasons. They just don't let losing streaks linger. They stop them before they really get started. And we saw that definitely play out perfectly last night with both the uh, Panthers uh, and the Hurricanes uh, bouncing back from losses, beating uh, the, their, the same opponent in the uh, rematch uh, last night in those games. Tampa Bay's offense, which has actually been a point of contention, a point of concern lately for some people, well, they exploded last night uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks, um, the New Jersey Devils, and the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, like we pretty much all Predicted, played pond hockey last night, a 6-4 to four game uh, between those two teams. And let's give the a team that Jimmy Murphy uh, covers on a daily basis a lot of credit. The Boston Bruins, a really, really strong, sound, solid 60-minute road game for them last night uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins and, and a very nice, impressive 3-1 to one win 
uh, over the Penguins last night. Timely goal scoring uh, from the Bruins. They got that late goal in the second period, and really they carried the momentum of that game throughout. It was another terrific outing in net from Tuka Rask. And look, let's give Taylor Hall beautiful goal scored by him last night. And now he has obviously doubled the amount of goals that he scored all the season with the Buffalo Sabres in just uh, barely a couple of weeks uh, with the uh, Boston Bruins. So big win for the Bruins to uh, avoid losing three in a row uh, as they get their revenge win over the Penguins last night, which was the best bet winner for me on the show. Part of a really nice bounce back performance for me from a betting standpoint uh, in the NHL last night. Uh, we got Jimmy with us uh, via mobile uh, on the road, traveling around. Jimmy, welcome in. Uh, what's your thoughts from last night? Yeah, I mean, I'll start with where you left off there, Ian. I mean, definitely a big win for the uh, for the Boston Bruins there, and, and I think you described it best there when you said sound. Uh, and just a complete 60-minute effort, and that's what they needed. And, you know, much like the Hurricanes or the Lightning or uh, the Florida Panthers, uh, the Bruins are one of those teams that you're not going to see them lose more than two or three in a row. Uh, it just doesn't happen that often. So uh, a big win for them to kind of, you know, make a statement that, hey, we're, we're all right, we're going to go through this and, uh, and and obviously gain some great points in the standings here. One team I'm interested in, too, you mentioned them earlier, was the Islanders. Uh you know, Ian, I'll go back to a couple weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago to not, or maybe two weeks ago tomorrow. They were playing uh, the Bruins in Boston. I was covering them, and you know, you could see some things kind of sliding into their game, uh, kind of some laziness, some unforced errors, and stuff like that. They kind of shaped up for a bit, but now they're kind of reverting back to that. And I think it's just because they're trying to score so hard and they can't. Uh, I'd be a little worried right now if I'm an Islanders fan. And it's something to watch from a betting standpoint, too, as we go forward here. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I agree with you fully that there's just a little reason to uh, be mildly concerned, not panic, but mildly concerned uh, about what's happening with the uh, New York Islanders right now. And they were supposed to have fixed and addressed their offense uh, at the trade deadline. And that didn't necessarily happen. It hasn't really shown up and transpired in terms of their on-ice results and their on-ice performance so far. We have seen them uh, have some issues putting the puck in the net, and it happened again last night. All right, let's turn our attention to tonight. We've got, a, uh, like I say, a bigger Wednesday night NHL slate of games than we normally do. Let's start with a note the start time here, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. This is a late afternoon start uh, between the Vancouver Canucks uh, and the Ottawa Senators. Uh, we've got uh, pretty much even money here, minus 110 uh, on both sides uh, in this game. The total five and a half or six, uh, depending on which book uh, you look at here uh, in this one. Um, we'll have to wait and see uh, how it goes. But this is a tough one from a side perspective because Ottawa, look, uh, like I said, I've been very reluctant to bet against Ottawa. This is a pain in the neck team. They play their ass off nightly. Uh, they hound the puck. They usually have the puck quite a bit. Uh, and that was the more the case against Vancouver. They, they, that was not a fluke that Ottawa beat them uh, two nights ago. They had the better expected goals margin, better high more high danger scoring chances generated than Vancouver. That's what Ottawa is right now. They're playing pretty solid. Matt Murray's uh, been solid in that, although it was Marcus Hogberg the other night because uh, Matt Murray obviously injured over the weekend playing the Vancouver Canucks. We'll see if uh, he can keep it. Uh, Rolling tonight, Hogberg. But I think this game's going to be a little bit different in how it transpires. Obviously, it was a lower scoring two to one battle the other night. Uh, I think you're going to see something a little bit different here. Earlier start time, it looks like Hogberg's going to get the start again for Ottawa. This is now a second crack at him in a short period of time. 
for the Vancouver Canucks. So I think they're going to have more offensive success. On the flip side, Vancouver, of course, had Holpe in net, and he was surprisingly very good. Uh, in, and really, he's played well since the COVID pause. It's almost like that gave him a second life, a second wind. He recharged his batteries, uh, was able to you know get fresh, uh, and all of a sudden be uh, reinvigorated, revitalized by the pause, because Holpe's played well. He played good again the other night. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Vancouver hasn't confirmed who's in net tonight. They could go back to Demko, or maybe they stick with Holpe again. We'll have to wait and see. But with the total being five and a half, I do like the over here. I think we'll see a different type of game transpire. Uh, and now we've seen a drop in the total because it was six in the previous game between these two teams, and it was a two-to-one final score. I think we're going to get a different type of scenario transpire. The earlier start time, you know, I could see both of these teams having better success uh, at the offensive end of the ice. And with the total dropping down to five and a half in some spots at least uh, i'm going to go over five and a half here which is minus 126 right now at bet online among other places uh jimmy let's uh turn to you what do you like here vancouver ottawa yeah i'd agree with you there i like that over for sure now that's at five and a half and um you know people have been talking i think last week and, he, and i was even one of them you know wondering maybe vancouver was gonna muster together some miracle uh, to get into the playoffs. I just don't see it happening right now, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to try and win and score. And you put these two teams together, they've got some firepower. Uh, not the best defensive defenseman. So I would like the over in this as well. All right, Jimmy, liking the over five and a half. A six in some spots as well. Actually, it's I think there's more sixes than five and a halfs, but it's lucky, lucky for me that the uh, few books that I'm what at least a couple of the books that I have accounts with and bet at have it at five and a half. So find the five and a half if you can. I still endorse it at six, though, if that's all you can get with that. Uh, but make sure you shop around. It's always uh, it's one of those games where it's a good reminder to have multiple sports books so you can always try to get the best numbers and best price with uh, every bet that you make. Uh, next game, we've got the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild. Minnesota returning home from a little sojourn on the West Coast. Uh, Minnesota minus 150. Uh, home favorites here. The total in this one, five and a half. This is another over for me in this one. I mean, it's hard not to take these Minnesota uh, Wild over the total right now. The way they're scoring goals, the way Fiala and Zuccarello and, uh, of course, Kirill Kaprizov uh, has just been uh, – they've been absolutely phenomenal offensively for this team. It always is a worry with Cam Talbot because you're talking about a uh, – a goalie that's in a really good zone right now for the Wild. He's played excellent hockey for this team. Uh, but the St. Louis Blues, you know, I think their defense, we still think of them, you know, as a, they can be had a little bit uh, on the back end. And you look at the Blues offensively, they've uh, gotten out of their funk the last couple of games against a very good Colorado team. So not only have they found the back of the net, they've gotten their offense uh going again the blues the last couple of games but they did it against a very good colorado avalanche team so with this total right now being five and a half with these two teams uh the overs the, uh, the way i'm going here from a side perspective um i have no interest betting against the wild right now they're playing excellent hockey but the blues are off two very good wins against a excellent colorado team now a, a colorado team that as we'll, we'll we'll mention in a little bit when we talk about their game against Vegas, they are shorthanded a little bit. You know, there's no Miko Rantanen, Philip Grubauer, their best goalie by far. It's it's not even close, uh, the gap between Philip Grubauer and Jonas Johansson and Devin Dubnik, the other two goalies for the Colorado Avalanche. But there is definitely some issues you've got with Colorado without some of these guys. But still, don't take it completely away from the credit, I should say, 
don't take it completely away from St. Louis for beating Colorado two times in a row. It's tough to beat that team. And the fact they did it two times in a row. And look, St. Louis should be fired up for every game they play. They're still trying to hang on and beat out Arizona for that final playoff spot. So that's the reason I'm not on Minnesota. But like I say, I have no interest betting against the Wild. So nothing on the side. Lean Minnesota, but I like the over here, five and a half. Uh, Jimmy, what do you like here? Blues Wild. Yeah, this should be a good one, eh? I, I think that these are two teams, I mean, the Blues, I, I've been a little hard on them lately, but, uh, you know, I'll eat crow when it's served. Uh, they proved me wrong. Those were two big wins against the Avs there, so kudos to them. And, of course, the Wild have been one of the hottest teams this month, so I like this game a lot. I'm, that's why I think we're going to see a hell of a game, and I think it goes extra time. Give me the draw in this game. That's not bad. Actually, I could see this being a tight competitive game. Uh, you're right. St. Louis drubbed Minnesota twice. Uh, someone mentioning that in the chat, including an ugly, one of the ugliest losses Minnesota had all season came against this St. Louis team. So there's probably a little bit of a thought in the back of the minds of the Minnesota Wild tonight today. Uh, let's uh, come out here and have a good, strong game and a good, strong performance here against this uh, Blues team. And you're right. The Wild aren't completely out of the division race. That's not crazy to say that right now uh, they are just a, a few points in the rears right now the avalanche and the golden knights so there is still plenty at stake here for uh the minnesota wild and of course for the blues so this should be a really good game uh jimmy liking the draw i'm liking the over here uh, in this one uh toronto maple leafs montreal canadians uh, original six rivalry here toronto minus 155 minus 160 uh road favorites the price here and this one the total six across the board um very interesting game. Montreal got that massive win against Calgary, which I don't know about completely uh, wrapped up in the, the final spot uh, in the playoffs in the North Division, but pre came pretty damn close to doing it with that win. It's going to take a miracle of epic proportions for either Calgary or Vancouver to catch Montreal at this rate. Uh, it was a huge win for Montreal. Those three games were just played like a in playoff intensity. The checking was tight. Uh, there wasn't a lot of room to make plays on the ice, especially in the third game, the last game between Montreal and Calgary. That was an extremely tight checking game. Uh, so when you look at it, um, it's definitely a situation where, for the, from a uh, from a perspective of the uh, uh, Montreal Canadiens, you wouldn't think necessarily that they're flat or they're sluggish when you're playing your rival, the Toronto Maple Leafs, but believe it or not, the bigger games they played were the last three against Calgary. So, you know, this game maybe isn't quite as big or as big for them against Toronto. And the one thing I will not do is bet against Toronto or any team that I feel is the superior team when they lost the most recent game to that team. And that's the case for Toronto. Remember the last game they played against Montreal, it was the day of the trade deadline. And the Habs jumped on the Leafs early. I think they played a horrible first period that night, Toronto. And then after that, they carried the game and they ended up, uh, or actually they carried the game, they lost, but they played better after the first two periods, but it was too little too late. Montreal won that game. The Leafs are damn near close to undefeated this season. I think they've only lost once or twice all season. Playing a team when that opposing opponent team, that opposition beat them the last meeting. And that's exactly what we've got here. So I will not bet against Toronto. In fact, I do I I might even pull the trigger here, Toronto, uh, in regulation for a little bit better price, even money, uh, plus one hundred. You know, this actually could be a draw as well. This could be a competitive tight game. You know, Montreal trying to get every point they can to even cement their playoff standing uh, even further. So the draw at plus 325 is not a bad thing to consider 
uh, as well in this game between the Leafs and, and the Habs. But uh, I, I do think Toronto can win in 60 minutes. And they've been excellent, again, in terms of beating a team that beat them in the most recent meeting. That has been a consistent pattern. Look at the Winnipeg games. Winnipeg had beaten Toronto the last time the Jets and the Leafs played before the Leafs played Winnipeg those two games uh, last week. And, of course, Toronto won both of them. So uh, I'm definitely uh, only looking at Toronto in regulation. But like I say, a sprinkle on the draw as well, plus 325. That is something I wouldn't mind either uh, in this game. As far as the total is concerned, I ain't betting over with Montreal at six. Like total six because you got the uh, high-flying, explosive, uh, very offensively uh, capable Leafs uh, on one side. But come on, a total of six involving the uh, Montreal Canadiens. I just can't get there with an over. If if anything, I'd actually lean to the under a little bit uh, with the Leafs and the Habs. Because, again, Montreal and totals of six really don't fit uh, in terms of an over, at least right now. Because Montreal is still finding a challenge to score goals. I will say, though, Cole Caulfield, I think three or four shots on goal. Uh, in his debut the other night against the uh, Calgary Flames. Didn't score, no points, but he got his chances, got his shots. He wasn't scared to shoot. Maybe a bet over shots on goal again tonight. I I keep riding that. The guy is just, he'll shoot the puck as soon as he gets it on his stick. So over shots on goal with Cole Caulfield. If you want to sprinkle it to score a point or score a goal, you could do that again as well. Um, You know, he's just getting top, he got top line minutes with Dan O the other night. And I think they're going to keep trying to give him that responsibility uh, early in his career. But definitely the shots on goal prop is the one that stands out to me with Caulfield. He's shooting the puck. He's a willing shooter. Uh, he got four shots. His shots on goal prop was two and a half uh, in that game against Calgary. So you might want to ride that prop for a little bit. Uh, we got Jimmy now in video form. Looks like he parked the bus somewhere uh, right just a second ago. Jimmy, what do you think here? Leafs Habs. Well, I'm sitting out on my front porch because it's beautiful out here again. So, I just got home and I said, I'm, I'm going to just switch over to the Wi-Fi here. So it'll be a little better for us. Uh, look, I, this is actually uh, could, I'll, I'll hint, could be one of my best bets. But I just love this spot for the Leafs tonight. I really do. We've seen Montreal be the king of letdown games after a big win over and over and over again this season. They've got some guys they're missing in the lineup right now. Uh, the Leafs have been resting. Montreal is coming off a grueling travel schedule and they're getting murdered by their schedule this month. Uh, and the Leafs can clinch, if I'm not mistaken, can clinch a spot tonight uh, in the playoffs. And so I just, I love the Leafs in this. Give me the Leafs. And, you know, I haven't even had a chance yet. I apologize, but I'm running around all day. I don't know where it's at right now, but I'm liking the Leafs minus one and a half. There you go. Jimmy puck line is coming out, as Jimmy likes to say here on this show. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs puck line here, uh, minus a one and a half uh, in this one between these uh, two teams. Uh, let me just uh, see if I can get the uh, latest uh, number there. Plus 155 with Toronto uh, puck line here, minus one and a half. I just like them a little bit safer in regulation, uh, plus 100. But uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think for the Leafs, you're right, playoff spot can be clinched. They can always, and again, the fact they lost the last time they played Montreal, they lost to the Canadians. So I think that resonates, and they've been excellent in that spot. Beating a team that in the very mo- last meeting, the most recent meeting, a team that beat them, they've been so good at beating them the next time out, uh, and that's the case here with Toronto. 
uh, tonight uh, against Montreal. And you're right. How many times have we seen this from the Habs? Have a good game, have a nice win, and then just lay the egg, lay the stink bomb, lay the mm-hmm. clunker uh, the next time out. We've seen that. That's why they're inconsistent. That's why they're battling still for the fourth spot right now because consistency has not been there uh, for this Montreal Canadiens team. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Campbell and Allen is expected. Uh, your two goalies uh, in this game tonight. Uh, Edmonton Oilers, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, next match up here, we've got uh, Winnipeg, or sorry, Edmonton, minus 115, slight road favorites, total six here in this one. Look, I know it's Winnipeg that's off a dismal game against Edmonton, and you'd like to think there's some pride that kicks in and bounce-back ability, but they're just not playing well. And Nikolai Ehlers being out, the offense has now just scored team has just scored one goal in each of their last two games there's problems right now with Winnipeg there's concerns the defense has been just giving up way too many breakdowns and quality scoring chances I mean there's it's breakdown city you know it's uh an issue right now for this Jets blue line they definitely had some problems they had problems in the Toronto games as well losing both of those carried over like how do you give Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl guys like that the time and space to make plays the way they did the other night it is alarming to see the way the Jets defended or didn't defend uh, two of the best offensive players in the NHL the other night in that 6-1 to one loss. Um, Hellebuck is fighting the puck right now as well. This has not been a great stretch of play for him uh, either. Uh, I thought he had a couple of goals that beat him that normally when he's <laughs> in team don't go in when uh, the Jets played Toronto in those two games, and more of the same the other night. There are a couple of those goals, like they go through him, and when he goes through a goalie of that caliber, it's usually a save the goalie would want to have. So uh, he's having a bit of a tough time right now. I'm not involved in this game either way, side or total. I did take the over the other night. It got there. I could see maybe Winnipeg realizing, hey, we're not scoring right now. we got to tighten it up. So maybe this game stays under here in the rematch. And as much as I want to think Winnipeg in a bounce-back spot – Look, this is now a full-blown funk that they're in. They haven't had any of these this season. And now that they're in one, I'm going to need to see evidence they can crawl out of it before I back them. So uh, I'm not involved in the side. I think if you're a current form better and you just say bet the team at a reasonable price that's just playing the better hockey right now, hard to ignore Edmonton uh, at this price right now, no question. But I'm going to stay off the side and just lean to the under. Uh, No official bet, though. Jimmy, how about you here? Edmonton, Winnipeg. Yeah, I just want to say, by the way, good call on you, but getting the over there. I mean, I had the under in that game, and, you know, Edmonton ends up covering it themselves, basically. Uh, I, I'm just – I'm stunned. Like, when when Winnipeg loses, I'm not usually thinking in my head, oh, it's because they can't play defense or because the goaltending hasn't been good. I mean, let's, let's face it. They started the season with a patchwork D, and they don't exactly have superstars on D, but they found a way under Maurice's system – to kind of make it work. And that seems to be unraveling right now before our eyes. And it's, it's troublesome as you head towards the playoffs here. So obviously something they're going to look at. And I'd be with you. If I was going to touch the total here, I would lean towards the under just because I think they will tighten it up. And that combined with the fact that Edmonton, let's they may be scoring, but let's not forget the fact, Ian, give them credit where it's due. The Oilers have played some really great defense as of late. And, you know, I think they need to be applauded for that because when you think the Edmonton Oilers, you don't really think defense. So, um, I, I think they need a, some credit for that. Uh, but I'm going to look at the side here and actually do a, a regulation bet. I like the Oilers in regulation here uh, to come out of there. I'm feeling like a maybe a 4-1, 4-2 type win. All right, Jimmy, going with a regulation uh, a victory here for the uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, against the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, you can get Edmonton right now at plus 130 
uh, in regulation uh, in this game against the uh, Jets to get the job done uh, in 60 minutes. And again, the, the, I would only look to Edmonton as well. Like as much as I've all, you know how yeah. I've been on this train all season, Jets off a loss, bet on the Jets, bet on the Jets. Well, this is now a full-blown skid that they're on right now. And sometimes these skids, you, you need five or six games before you get out of them. Uh, and so that's why, you know, I'm waiting. You know, I'm going to see uh, if they are capable of getting out of them. Uh, but right now, I'm just I'm just not going to uh, knee-jerk bet the Jets off a loss here. They've got issues right now. Halibut's fighting it. The defense is struggling. They've stopped scoring goals. They just lost one of their best offensive weapons all season in Ehlers. And even without Ehlers, Connor's not doing what he normally does. So it's almost like he's lost his line mate. He's lost the you know the guy that they work in in concerto on the ice. Those two guys. So you know, it's just a bunch of issues right now for the Jets. And look, I mean, um, they almost feel like a team that's just I don't want to say coasting down the stretch, but you know, Paul Maurice said it the other day. You know, talking about Ehlers, we hope he's back for the playoffs, but for the regular season, we'll just you know shelve him. That's basically a coach saying, you know what, if we go on this skid in the regular season, okay, let's just try to get right. For the playoffs and whatever happens the final six seven games of the regular season yeah so yeah great minds think alike i was literally getting ready to say something like that ian where I, not just with the jets montreal is a perfect example you're already we already mentioned their inconsistent play and i even see it right now with the bruins here i mean i know they won last night and they gave a great 60 minute effort but i'm not expecting those 60 minute efforts consistently from any team right now that knows they're well maybe the bruins should because they're not technically really locked in yet it's a tight battle they're in but in other divisions especially the north where you kind of just know okay these are the four teams now it's just a matter of seeding and it's more they're worried about getting their game together tightening up things reviewing videos stuff like that and the result isn't the end-all be-all for them and that kind of sucks for us the better right now you know it's because it's harder to figure out so just be wary of that right now if you start to see the trends that ian's discussing right now with winnipeg you see them Look for that with other teams that are really locked in because they might not give a shit anymore about the win. They might just be looking at let's let's get our game in order before the playoffs, like you said. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, next up, we've got definitely, look, all due respect to, you know, Toronto, Montreal, St. Louis, Minnesota. Those are pretty good games. This right here is the game of the night coming up. Colorado Avalanche, Vegas Golden Knights. We've got Ooh. Vegas minus 140 uh, home favorites. Total five. Again, this is a five and a half or six total so uh, shop around make sure you get the best of the number there um vegas minus 140 how about that price we don't see colorado plus 125 plus 130 under i'm tempted i'm so tempted by colorado here <laughs> but the fact remains the golden knights are rolling right now they have seriously got it going and it's not just patcheretti and stone anymore and marcia so and carlson the big guns alex tuck scoring look at this chandler stevenson guy Look what he's doing right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's scoring almost every game lately for the Golden Knights. That's a prop to look at, maybe. Chandler Stevenson uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights to maybe score a goal tonight. Um, but Vegas is the healthier team. They actually are in a little bit better form right now uh, than the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche, no Rantanen again tonight. No Phil Grubauer again tonight. And look, this is a vulnerable team. Right now, when they don't have Grubauer in that in those pipes, look at the games with Dubnik and Johansson lately. Hasn't worked out well uh, for the Colorado Avalanche, and they're going to have to go with one of those two guys tonight. I think it's going to be Dubnik tonight uh, in net for the uh, Avalanche in this one. 
Uh, Flurry will be the goalie tonight for the uh, Golden Knights, but there's too many uh, key weapons out for Colorado. But Rantanen's significant. It's Grubauer that's the real significant one because you talk about drop-offs from Grubauer to the second and third goalie. Uh, this is one of the bigger drop-offs, going from Grubauer to the Johansson-Dubnik combination. Uh, so there is no question in my mind. Uh, that's enough to keep me off Colorado. I'm so tempted by this price. We don't get these kind of uh, money line numbers on the avalanche very often, but there's a very good reason. Vegas is not just favored, but favored in this moderate price range. They're rolling. They're at home where they've been almost unbeatable. They're, they've got a, an incredible uh, – They've got the, the fusion of their game working. Offense, defense, special teams has been good. Their power play has been good. Uh, Fleury and Leonard have been good in net. In Colorado, we just saw them lose two in a row to St. Louis without Grubauer. They're giving up goals. For that reason, I like the over as well. Over is five and a half here, minus 120. Six in some spots. Find the five and a half if you can, but I like the over here with the Avalanche and the Golden Knights. Uh, certainly, I'm always interested in an over with uh, Colorado with either Dubnik or Johansson in that, and you're probably going to get Dubnik tonight. So uh, definitely like the game over the total. I lean to Colorado with the price they're getting, but again, they're kind of in a bit of a funk the last few games, and now they're playing this red-hot Vegas team. Uh, first place showdown should be a good one. I like the over staying off the side, just a lean here too. Uh, Colorado. Uh, James McGinnis in the chat, by the way, uh, asking about the uh, status uh, of a couple other uh, Avalanche players, namely uh, Bowen Byram on the blue line. And Bowen Byram is still out. Byram's out. Grubauer's out. Rantanen is out. Brandon Sod is out as well uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. So it's a bunch of key uh, contributors out currently for this uh, Avalanche team, at least with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, they've got me basically all hands on deck. Watch out for Matias Yanmark, too. He's played well since they got him from Chicago uh, at the deadline. So it's just too many guys out, and I, I feel like I'd be hooked into betting them at an underdog price. It's almost like they're trying to reel you in with taking Colorado with this underdog price. So I'm staying off that. I'm just going to go with the over here. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? This should be a good one, Colorado-Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just pretty much you said it all there. I, I, I think right now Colorado's just too banged up. And while it is a huge game and they're coming off two losses, you know they're going to want to redeem themselves. But Vegas is rolling right now. And, you know, in, in terms of going back to what I was saying about teams trying to figure out where they're at and who they are right now and, and, and getting rid of the bad trends, you know, maybe that's where Colorado is right now. Maybe they're not so worried about the end result. Whereas Vegas, I think it means more for Vegas to win that division to send a message there for real than it does to Colorado. I think Colorado's sort of like one of these teams now. We're like, you know what? We've done all that. We've been in the playoffs a few times. Uh, and we're just, we're more concerned about getting the playoffs. Then we'll play like that first place team. Then we're going to make our run. So that's kind of where I see them at right now, especially with no Grubauer. Uh, so I'm all over that over for sure. All right, Jimmy, like an over five and a half here as well, uh, Colorado and Vegas. All right, we move on to the uh, next game on this uh Wednesday slate. I believe we're down to just the last two games. Yes, the uh, two uh, late night games. Uh, I can't believe we have to talk about this again. Uh, Anaheim and Los Angeles. Uh, the Kings <laughs> minus 160 home favorites, uh, total five and a half. Thank goodness, I again, I said I'm, I'm done tr- falling for the underdog price on Anaheim. And sure enough, the Kings beat him again, uh, four to one the other night. I just have no, no interest. I probably won't watch the game at all. And I have very little interest betting it uh, uh, either. Um, it is a revenge spot for Anaheim, but Anaheim's just, like we said, there's a bunch of guys out, defense, forwards, 
John Gibson's not even playing at the level uh, we'd expect him to, although it was Stolarz in that the other night. And he had some a couple of really good starts, and he's basically hit the wall too. So all kinds of problems with Anaheim. I'd still take Anaheim before laying this price with L.A., but they're just not showing me enough. So it's a clear and utter stay away and pass for me. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? Ducks, Kings. Pass. Yep. Don't blame you. All right, let's move on. Final game, uh, Arizona and San Jose. Uh, final game of this Wednesday slate, uh, Arizona minus 110 to minus 115. Uh, slight road favorites here, total five and a half in this one. Of course, look, very, very uh, t- brutal start to the game for Arizona. And, you know, they ended up falling behind 4 nothing. And then Rick Tockett pulls Kemper. It was not one of Darcy Kemper's better games, not even close. And then he goes to Aiden Hill. And from that point on, Arizona took it to San Jose, and they nearly pulled off the miraculous comeback. They got that game to 5-4 with about two, three minutes left, but then just couldn't get the tying goal. San Jose puts it away uh, in the empty net and snaps an eight-game losing streak at the hands of Arizona. That is the kind of loss that just can't happen for Arizona when you're trying to battle for that final playoff spot uh, with St. Louis. I'm back on the Coyotes for better or worse tonight, minus one. you got to think if, they, if they're, they're ready to go, and they should be from the beginning, they'll win this game uh, against San Jose. Uh, San Jose just jumped on them early. Kemper didn't have his best start, didn't have his best stuff. Uh, I think after getting pulled, I think he'll be back in tonight. He'll play better. And if uh, uh, Arizona doesn't sleepwalk from the beginning, they're still much the better than San Jose, uh, in my opinion. So, uh, back on Arizona, I don't love them as much tonight as I did the other night, but uh, I still like Arizona here, minus 110. It's it's a must. It's a must. You can't lose two in a row here to San Jose. Can't do it uh, against this Sharks team. Uh, I'd expect a better effort from the uh, opening faceoff tonight uh, against this Sharks team. And let's not forget, yeah, San Jose won last night. They had to hang on. They got spotted a 4 nothing lead, and they still had to hang on. That tells you all you need to know about how fragile uh, things are right now for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So, uh, definitely Arizona uh, gets back on the uh, train again here tonight. Uh, that young goalie that for the uh, Sharks uh, that started instead of Martin Jones the other night, I'm not sold on him either. I mean, he didn't face any shots. And then finally, when Arizona started playing in the offensive zone, the goals were going in left and right uh, against him. And I think he'll be back in net by virtue of him winning the other night, but it wasn't a great performance by him in net by any but. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm on Arizona here to bounce back, minus 110. I would probably lean over the total as well. Uh, what do you think here, Jimmy? Coyote Sharks. Yeah, I, I like everything you said about Arizona. I'm going to take it a step further. Give me Jimmy Puckline on the Coyotes in this game. All right, there you go. Arizona Puckline, uh, minus one and a half uh, in this one. Uh, and again, we're ta- one thing we've noticed, the superior team, Revenging a loss has been pretty good this week. Now, it hasn't always been that way, but this week it's been really good. Look at Florida last night against Nashville. Look at Carolina last night against Dallas. This is the same thing. Got the better team in revenge. Uh, they're not going to you know, fall, fall asleep or take the team maybe a little bit lightly like they did the last time. I'd expect that from Arizona tonight. So uh, liking the uh, Coyotes to get it done. Jimmy going with the puck line, which is minus one and a half plus 210 for the uh, Arizona Coyotes uh, in this one. Uh, so the very good price there if you like the uh, uh, Arizona Coyotes here in this game. Um, and for everyone, I want to say too, Ian, for everyone in the uh, YouTube chat room, I can't access that when I'm on my phone right now. I'd love to be able to interact with you guys, but if I try to access that, it will drop the call. So just so you know, hope everyone. Yeah, that's well. okay. Yeah, I'll keep you up to date on the chat. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, not mean, a whole lot. Nobody's asking everybody. questions today. 
Uh, but yeah, everybody's it's the usual suspects here uh, in the <laughs> chat. Uh, you know, uh, so yeah, good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, the, that's it. We've gotten through the entire uh, Wednesday uh, NHL card. Uh, before we get to best bets to wrap up the show again, uh, much better night last night. Hopefully we can carry that over uh, into tonight. Uh, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. Uh, a reminder, uh, NFL Draft is tomorrow night. We're going to have NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball daily for several weeks, if not months ahead. Great time of year to try out DraftKings. Download the app. Sign up for an account. You'll get an de initial deposit bonus. You'll get weekly specials, weekly incentives. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account and use the promo code uh, THPN. Uh, um, someone in the chat asking me, Kings? No, I'm not, I don't want the Kings. I would lean Ducks, but I want no part of that game. I'm totally off that game, totally uninterested in it. Uh, too bad I just teams want the cool retro Ducks. unis. That's all I want, Ian. Get yeah. the retro yeah. unis. Yeah, exactly. Uh, BetCast, yeah, great question. Um, we're waiting for Alex to rejoin the fold. We're not going to make any decisions on when the BetCasts are going to be till we got our uh, our line mate, our, our right-hand man, Alex B. Smith, back. He is going to be back this weekend, it sounds like. So uh, we're looking forward to having him back. And then next week, he's going to play it by ear because, remember, he's got to travel back home, from which I think he'll be doing in the not-too-distant future, traveling back home to Minnesota from his original home of Chicago where he's back dealing with his family uh, situation. So uh, we're going to have Alex back soon. I mean, the, the clock is ticking. He will be back with us very soon on the show. So once he's back, we'll make a decision on when we do the bet casts. We're going to try to do one more before the regular season ends. And if not, don't worry, we're going to have tons during the playoffs, tons of bet casts, at least once a week. Maybe we'll even try for twice a week uh, during the Stanley Cup playoffs. So uh, we do have many more Ice Guys live bet casts uh, coming up. Uh, for the rest of the season, especially when the Stanley Cup playoffs begin in just a couple of weeks. Right around the corner, guys. Get ready. Stanley Cup playoffs, they are almost here. Best bet time is here. Jimmy, what do you like for best bet tonight? Well, I kind of hinted at it before, Ian. Love that spot for the Leafs tonight. Uh, give me the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, in the puck line there. There you go. Toronto Maple Leafs on the puck line. Minus one and a half for Jimmy against the Montreal Canadiens uh, for his best bet. My best bet is going to be Colorado-Vegas. Uh, over five and a half minus 120 uh, just to get a five and a half with whoever's in net not Grubauer for Colorado is value uh, value in my mind uh, I would expect Colorado to find the uh, back of the net a little bit I do like the fact that I think offense is a little bit of a focus for Colorado they got held to one goal the other night uh, against St. Louis I think they'll find the back of the net Vegas has been scoring four goals at uh, minimum you know in the majority of their games recently against Dubnik now instead of Grubauer, they should be able to score goals. So give me the Avalanche and the Golden Knights over five and a half, minus 120. Should be a dandy of a hockey game. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this Wednesday card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys, uh, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat. A reminder, uh, the show, the Ice Guys, is live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, you can download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart. You can find the Ice Guys podcast on all of those platforms. For Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.